Hi everyone. Welcome to the first episode of Five, Five Years Later. It's <laughs> gonna laugh every time. Oh no. <laughs> but it's all good. Yeah, so welcome to Five Years Later. I'm Esther. I'm Anna. And we just started our first um, podcast because it's been my dream <laughs> to do this. Um, and Anna, my friend, was so eager to join me. <laughs> so eager to be part of the inaugural episode so. of this legendary, inevitably legendary work uh, of art. <laughs> Anyways, thank you, Anna. So I just, yeah, we just wanted yes, thank to... thank you for having me, Esther. You're going to be in every of this um, podcast Wait, what? series. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. It's called Five Years Later for a reason. So, oh, okay. well, since this is our first podcast, we, we struggle so much in finding a title for this podcast. It's always the hardest part, but we just picked Five Years Later because... Anna and I, it took five years for us to become friends. True story. True story. We met five years ago and... Well, six years ago now. Oh no, my gosh. Okay, well, almost six years ago and maybe like in our fifth year mark, like last year, just last year, Mm -hmm. was when we started to become like close enough to do a podcast together. (laughs) So, hence the name, um, Five Years Later. All right, so we're just going to, like, just jump right in to our topic of this podcast. We're totally taking this unscripted. We'll just see where it takes us, because I just want to talk with my friend (laughs) and get to know her more for all the lost times of five years. That's true. We got to make up for the previous half. A decade. Yep. So, Anna, what are we going to talk about today? Well, I'm very excited about today's topic. Today, we're going to talk about our childhood dream careers. Ooh la la. That's, well, do you want to start off? Like, um, yeah, why don't you start off? Sure, I can start off. So, in my youth, my dream career was to be the President of the United States. I Dang. wanted to be the first female president. I wanted to be the first Asian You're president. You're Asian? <laughs> Spoiler alert for the audience out there. For our listeners who don't know who we are, yes, I am Asian. Anyways, how long you. did you... Um, how long have I been Asian? Since no, I- no, like, <laughs> <laughs> wanted to be, be a president and, like... Well, was it just your child? Like, like how young you were you? Why? So I think this started sometime in elementary school. And I'm not really sure. Well, I think it was a combination of things. I think I liked the idea of being the president just because you're in charge of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just seemed like a really cool and smart and awesome thing to do. And mm-hmm. also thinking about being the first woman or being the first Asian, I feel like that, you know, being a pioneer in that sense, I felt that that was something very aspirational um, in my childhood. And then I think I I kind of kept up with that going into middle school. Wow. Well, at least through sixth grade. At (laughs) least through sixth grade. And then at some point I became disillusioned and decided, you know what? This is a lot of effort. This is a lot of responsibility. This is a lot of stress. This is probably definitely a contributing factor to premature aging, which I'm not about. So um, anyway, so then later on, probably around middle school, that's when I decided that, you know what? I'm good with not being the president. That's that's a job for someone else to do. That's really cool, though, because like, I don't know if I knew what the concept of like president was when I was... even elementary okay hopefully by middle school I knew (laughs) but yeah when I was young I don't know if I knew I mean yeah I think I think I only vaguely knew you know like what the president does uh I think it was more for just the title and the Mm -hmm. you know the prestige and Mm -hmm. 
you know, the White House. The White House, yes, mm. of course, getting to live in mm-hmm. the White House in D.C. and getting to have your Secret Service agents. Mm. And fun fact, actually, when I was in elementary school, did you go to, to where? the White House? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I think I went in first grade. That was the fun on a, fact. On a family trip. That was not the fun fact. Oh, the fun fact is there was, um, well, I guess I was pretty vocal about my aspirations to be the first female president of the wow, United States. Wow, this is really serious. It was pretty hmm. serious. People, you know, like my teachers knew, my classmates oh, knew, my and they God. believed it. They they were like, yeah, this girl, totally, it's, it's going to happen. This is, mm-hmm. it's going to happen. And there was a boy in one of my classes, and mm-hmm. he actually said, like, I'll be your secret service agent. I'll oh, take I thought a, he was going to say I'm going to be your you. first, like, first husband or whatever. Oh, yeah, first. no. First. <laughs> like, not lately. First. First man? First man. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's never been an issue before because it's never I been. I guess so. A, one day. A one female day. president. But I think this is a better deal. <laughs> offering to be a secret service agent and willing to take a bullet for me. But. You know, we were young. We didn't mm. know what we were talking about. That's really cool. But I was very flattered. Aww. Yeah. But wow. anyways, as, then... as we can see now, I'm, I'm obviously not on track to be the president. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. It's totally Which fine. Which is fine. We could, like, catch up on... We could go through different stages of how our careers' aspiration change. So, I guess for me... Yo, I was so indecisive. I, I just wanted to be everything. And I wanted to be a teacher, a movie star, mm. another year. And, like, it just kept changing. And, but then, like, I really love to talk. <laughs> and I, I guess at a young age, stumbled upon Oprah. Like, how do you miss out on that? It was, like, always on TV. I don't think I, like, understood what was going on, but I knew she was huge. I just, you know, liked how she was meeting all these people, and I just wanted to be Oprah. That was, I think that's, like, my main, like, childhood, like, dream that I have. And I still kind of do. Like, that would be cool if I had my own, like, TV show, or I could, like, meet people, talk to people, hence this, like, podcast, which is somewhat more manageable, and, like, you know, I don't really need to be recruited by someone, (laughs) self-produced, self-produced, and, um, so that, that's something that I really wanted to do, and also I wanted to be, like, a radio host at some point in my life, too, like, while, going with the theme of like talk shows and stuff because I always listen to the radio. Did you listen to radios growing up? I did. It's always on like my car, not my car, my parents' car. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would always have, I mean, it was mostly music, but they would have these like segments where like radio hosts would talk about like fun facts or like love song history or things like that. And I just thought that was like really cool, like talking into a mic and like people all over they're listening to them um but yeah I mean clearly I'm not any of those (laughs) right now and people will quickly I guess find out what we actually do now um but yeah that was I think what I wanted to do and I still kind of do I don't know and I also I don't know I was just all over the place I think I really wanted to be like a tv personality person though because like there was a period of time where I was also obsessed with Food Network when I was little um like elementary and like middle school even high school and I was obsessed with Food Network I was upset with obsessed with HGTV like interior designing but I'm not good at art but I wanted to be like you know on tv like showing off stuff like interior design and stuff yeah yeah Yeah. or like I wanted my own cooking show but I can't even cook so I was like oh maybe I'll just be like there are like tv hosts that go to like places and travel the world and just introduce people to like food and Mm -hmm. like new like countries that they visited like the travel channel yeah things like that I just was always um intrigued by those people on tv and like how they end up there just seems so cool i know it's a lot of work but yeah i guess i was always kind of into media when i was little 
in. I mean, I still am. I think it's still a very cool occupation that, of course, not a lot of people get the opportunity to do. <laughs> not everyone is a host on a radio. It seems like everyone has a podcast, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, not everyone. Not everyone, but I, I do like the concept of podcast. I I am glad that there's this kind of platform. But so what was your next like career thing after trying to be president? That is a good question. <laughs> so how did you end up where you are right now? If well, you want to share that, or you don't have to, well, you can build up see. on it later. Let's see. I think I was pretty undecided about what I wanted to do mm-hmm. um, career-wise. I, I, well, my parents definitely were very encouraging of um, becoming a doctor mm. or a lawyer. Wow. Um, Am or, I surprised? Or going to get a <laughs> BA. I know. I know. This is no surprise. Engineer. At all. By the way, Actually, I'm also no, Asian, they, 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 so I totally. Well, we will get no by my boys. Yes, for, um, for the viewers out there, viewers, the listeners, the No, I totally get you on that. So they wanted you to be a doctor, lawyer. Maybe or, not or go a, to business school or go to get an MBA school. and I don't know do whatever MBA people do because <laughs> I don't know what MBA people do. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't know either. Okay, clearly, like this is starting to become like a guess what we are now. <laughs> like so, you could cross off that. Um, yeah, so obviously none of this. She's things not a doctor. She's not a lawyer. She didn't get an MBA. Yeah, which is probably for the best. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so those are the things that my parents were very encouraging of. Um, but as far as my interests, what I wanted to do was dance. So my parents mm. signed me up for dance classes when mm. I was probably around five years old. Mm-hmm. And, you know, every time they tell me, well, Anna, you can't expect to make a career out of dance. And then I tell them, this is your fault. You signed me up for dance classes. I know, they always do that. (laughs) And I'm like, look. (laughs) I'm like, look, mom and dad. Like, if you didn't want me to go down this road, maybe you shouldn't have signed me up for dance classes. But anyways, um, so... They always do that. Asian parents, I I mean, other parents too, maybe, but particularly just what yeah. I see in common among my Asian friends like yeah yeah we're always thrown into things yeah they Piano, sign you up for all these like artsy activities they want you to be cultured they want you to have like different talents and, mm-hmm. and then at the end of the day they want you to kind of you know like, that's a hobby kind of thing right exactly and Sheesh. it's like what's, <laughs> what's the point then after all of this effort mm-hmm. um but anyway so so I guess middle school high school I was kind of less sure of what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. um but then but I knew what I didn't want to do which was helpful process of elimination Mm -hmm. um so when looking at colleges um well how should we say so so basically looking at the different majors so I went to Tulane University I guess what (laughs) (laughs) why are you so surprised (laughs) just trying to give you uh, are you trying to hype me up right now yeah it's working thank you so I went to Tulane University and I looked at the different majors so you're out of college now that is correct people are learning so much about us yes I am not a student anymore thank goodness I'm out of college, too, by the way. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm kidding. Right. Yes, mm-hmm. we, are, we are both um, not in college anymore. Tears. Yes, maybe. Um, <laughs> anyway, continue. Sorry. Um, yeah, so I was looking at the different majors. And, and I knew for college, I knew that I wanted to go somewhere where I could still continue dancing because that's something that I'm very passionate about and something that I enjoy doing. And what what did you what kind of dance did you specialize in or is that 
so the right way to ask yeah so growing up i did the the very traditional ballet tap and jazz route and then um with with some modern classes and then the occasional hip-hop class my studio didn't do a lot of hip-hop mm. at the time boo just kidding yeah i know right I, I think it's probably changed since then. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in high school, I started to do a lot more modern dance. And so by the time I was in college, pretty much I focused mostly on modern and contemporary dance and um, decided that ballet was just not as interesting and compelling mm-hmm. to me. I mean, I appreciate it, you know, as a technique and an art form. And, you know, it's it's very beautiful to watch. But... Um, at least for my body and my form of expression, I prefer contemporary dance. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so when looking at different majors, I actually I decided to major in public health because Ooh. it was kind of yeah right <laughs> hyping things up again. Yeah. So at least with public health, it, it seemed kind of like a compromise for my parents because it was still something related in the health field. Mm-hmm. It's still something... The word health. Yeah, literally. Like, they were like, health, I know what that is. You can't get any more healthier. <laughs> any more healthier? Health? Oh my gosh. For public health, what was appealing to me about public health is you instead of treating one individual patient, you are looking at a whole population Mm -hmm. and you're thinking about how to prevent disease and illness within that population so so that was very appealing to me because the the idea of you know going to med school and then residency and then deciding if you want to specialize in something that just seemed you know very overwhelming and and stressful because you know as a doctor it, it just Sometimes it's a high stakes situation where like whatever decision you make can affect the outcome of the health of the patient. Um, whereas with public health, a lot of you know a lot of public health interventions, it's kind of you know the mm-hmm. basic things like washing your hands or having like fluoride in your toothpaste to prevent mm-hmm. cavities, you know things like that. So it's it's more it's a little bit more removed, which. I think it's better for me and less like up close and personal where you have like a patient that's bleeding out and you have to like save their life, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, but it's interesting because, you know, I would go to college and then I would come back home for summer or winter break and, you know, I would, you know, see people in my old hometown and people would be like, oh, well, what are you studying in college? And I would tell mm-hmm. them public health and a lot of them didn't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward <laughs> to 2020 a boom the year of the covid a boom <laughs> <laughs> and now public health is yeah. at the forefront of everyone's mm-hmm. minds because you know when you think about like infectious diseases i mean literally like how do you prevent the spread of the disease within yeah. the population and i will say my area especially is not in epidemiology why i focus public health is on health promotion and program planning Ooh, so is that what you're doing now that wow, is what I'm wow. Doing now. yes so you really followed your um college um degree yes learning my college training <laughs> your college training yes um so so i think overall i'm happier doing what i am now um than versus, the president you know getting ready to <laughs> campaign in however many years <laughs> what about dancing how come you didn't is it because of were you just influenced by your parents or what did you just um, decide that that was going to just be a side so thing? yeah so, so going, you majored in it too right, right. so I, I double majored in dance and public health because that was one of my pretty much one of my requirements is that in college wherever I ended up for college, I still wanted to be able to study dance and continue my dance training. And so what was really great about Tulane University is that I was able to do both. Mm -hmm. Um, So in college, while I was taking public health courses, I was also taking, you know, modern dance technique classes, taking dance composition classes, dance history, um, you know, choreographing my own um, pieces for various performances and uh, yeah I feel like it actually turned out very well and mm-hmm. I feel very lucky to be able to still you know 
still be able to do both of the things that I am passionate and that I care about. And, yeah. you know, I don't know if I was going to be the president. I don't know if it would work out. <laughs> so it's, it's, it worked out. Yeah, I'm glad. I mean, you're doing amazing things. You're still dancing. Um, Anna still is an active dancer. She's amazing. Thanks, you, yeah, someone Google her name. I, we'll decide if we want. <laughs> Maybe that could be another episode. Uh, where we yeah. Could hear each other. Yes, yes. So we could, we could like publicize our actual names later as we get used to. But yeah, if anyone has a chance to look at Anna, it could be the you know the FBI in search of Anna's name, search of Anna's full name. Oh boy, she's an amazing dancer and. That's nice. That's great. Wow. Gosh, I feel like you. I'm sure it was difficult, but seeing like a like a pretty like, you know, not so turbulent path. Yeah, it was actually okay. I should also add for our listeners out there. Mm-hmm. I should also add that after college, I went to grad school. Grad for, school. Yes. <laughs> I went to grad school for a master of public health program, and. While I was working on my master's degree, I still continue to take dance technique classes. Mm-hmm. I was still able to um, work on choreography. So kind of continuing on that path of having these two different interests, but still able to, you know, give both of these areas of interest the time and energy that's required mm-hmm. to, you know, to learn and move forward in these areas. So... Yeah, that's pretty interesting, and I feel, I feel, pretty lucky that things worked out the way that they did. That's amazing, yo. I, <laughs> I mean, okay, mine wasn't like too rocky, but like I said, I was like just so indecisive, just going back and forth. I, I think all I wanted was just like attention or whatnot <laughs> when I was little, um, and I guess like after the whole like. TV host, um, Food Network, that kind of dream. I I don't know exactly how this happened, but for a very, very long time. So I guess I realized that I also want to help people. And I mean, you could do that with like TV hosting and things like that, which was the appealing part of it too. But I knew that was like something I wanted to do and wanted to go into like service related work and I got just very hooked on becoming like someone who works at the hotel like hotel management was something that was that I was like very interested in and I don't know when that interest started I think it was like early like high school days um that I got interested in that and I'm like different from you where I'm Asian my parents are Asian I don't know why I'm laughing about this but like they never really pushed me to be the typical stereotypical you know doctor Asian yeah like MBA that thing like that kind of thing they never really did that when I was a child I wanted to yeah my parents never pushed me to do one thing or another also like my dad is in in business and he's like I would say he has two other brothers and I would say he's kind of like the rebel of the brothers Uh, he's the youngest out of his whole family and he's the youngest like son as well and unlike his other brothers he decided to like kind of stray away from med or medicine or um, PhD or things like that so Maybe that's why he was just like a lot more free about career choices and never really pressured me to do one thing or another. Um, and yeah, I just so I wanted to do hotel like management in in high school, and I was in like Future Business Leaders of America when I was in high school. I was doing all these like service volunteer work and and you know. I don't know what happened, but 
clearly I did not end up in hotel management, but I did、um, have a dream college that I wanted to go to because I wanted to go into hotel management and like one of the top schools at the time, and I guess still not too. I think now like the hotel school is merged with business, but、um, Cornell was kind of known for their hotel management. They have a hotel. In their school, like on campus, the Statler Hotel, and I、It、was like,、intense. yeah, I was like, this is it. This is my dream school. I think I've heard about this before. Isn't there like a legendary like wine tasting class at Cornell? Yes, there is. I feel like I've heard about everyone.、That. Like usually when they're seniors, when we have a lot more freedom, everyone gets their little wine. Not a wine drinker, so I don't know what the wine glass case thingy, and people、mm-hmm. would like carry that around. Um, uh, I never took that class because I was too busy finishing up my requirements. But I guess that gives it away. I did go end up going to Cornell, but I did not actually get to、um, go for the hotel school. So I had everything lined up though to like apply to the hotel school. So for hotel. School at the time, like you had to、um, do an interview, but then, like, I didn't, I didn't have a transportation to get there. Like something happened with my family or whatever, where nobody was able to drive me to the interview, and I like missed pretty much the last like opportunity to get the interview for the hotel school, which was required to apply for that particular school, and I was like, dang it, like, oh. Man, life,、uh, <laughs> rocky. You know, I was just like, great.、Um, but then I still really wanted to go to ho- like Cornell because it was my dream school, and I was like, okay, maybe I could like wiggle my way into that school like after I get in. And so I that I still applied to Cornell, but it's kind of it might seem random, but I applied for biology. <laughs> So how did that happen? You shifted from wanting to go into hotel management to biology. Like, what was? Oh, the steps that、yeah. made this happen. Well, I was taking a lot of bio classes in high school. I actually took two years of chemistry too, also in、um, high school. And well, it was like you know, like intro chemistry, or I forget what the course was called. And then like the next year, I took like AP, IB, like chemistry.、And、I took very high level biology courses as well. I was like in bio. I was like in IB bio, and I thought it would be a good way to convince my college that I was a good fit for that major and fit for their school. Because I I did have a lot more experience in the field of bio and science than hotel school. Like hotel school, was really just my dream. Like just what I have seen or what I thought I knew at the time.、Uh, so I applied and I ended up getting into my dream school.、Uh, I still remember it was April Fool's Day, and、oh、gosh, I literally yeah it was on April Fool's Day.、Dang. And the moment I saw、uh, my letter or whatever on on the computer, I just like dropped. I was like, oh <laughs> no! Like I was so happy because、um, yeah, it was my dream school. Also, I just wanted to get out of California at the time, and I was like, yes, my ticket out.、Um, so yeah, I was really happy, and so I ended up going to Cornell. And there was an opportunity for me to switch schools within、um, within Cornell to hotel administration, but I ended up sticking with bio.、Um, You're very brave. I know, right? <laughs> there was a lot of bio majors, actually, to be honest.、Uh, so I ended up sticking with bio, and was taking all these bio courses, but I did not know what I wanted to do. It wasn't like hotel where I was like, yes, I want to like go into management. I want to like dive into food and beverages and things like that. Like that was like kind of more put together. While for bio, I was like, what is this? Like I don't know what what career path there there is and what you could do with it. But I, you know, enjoyed my classes. They were hard though. They're <laughs> Really hard. I took chemistry also, and 
after taking orgo, I was like, yo, chemistry is lit. And, <laughs> and, and people are probably scratching their heads like, what? Like, ew. Yeah, isn't, isn't organic chemistry usually the class that makes people cry the most? Yeah. I've never taken organic chemistry. That's what I heard. That's what I've seen also. I've seen many people take orgo and be like, this is it. I'm done. But for me, I was like, yo, what? whoa. Look at all these, like, drawings. The synthesis. Like, I can make this. Like, I don't know. It was just really cool at the time. Um, and I decided to then add chemistry as a major. Which, for some reason... Even though I took a lot of chemistry in the past, like I didn't really understand or know that there was other parts, divisions of chemistry, like physical chemistry, inorganic chemistry. But just being um, very intrigued by orgo, I was like, you know, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a chem major. I'm gonna learn all these like interesting chemistry. So I ended up um, also declaring to be a chem major on top of bio yeah i just like really went off and became a very like science nerd uh, which is very different from what i envisioned myself doing for college and and then what happened so i'm taking all these courses and there was one summer where i stayed in at school at my university and i had a job where i was like working as an administrator or something I forget the exact title for the nutritional division and they were working on projects on like diabetes and like creating curriculums to help people like combat diabetes and manage it through nutrition and food uh, and I was like whoa this is so cool like food is so powerful <laughs> I got very interested in nutrition and food and I was always interested in food like eating part yeah everyone loves food. <laughs> everyone loves food delicious you know i i was interested in cooking too like it's i'm not good at it but i grew up like watching food network and it's something that i was very interested in and but then i guess i never really knew about the nutritional aspect of it and that job was like kind of opened my eyes to the world of nutrition and how it could tie in with science and uh, how it could be taken into other directions like clinically. And so as a bio major, there's different sub concentrations you need to like pick and do all the courses pertaining to that. So if you're like into um, like ecology, take all these like eco classes. And at the time, I think I was physiology or like biochem, I, f I forget, I think one of those where I reached my concentration to nutrition and that was like I guess maybe either like second semester of junior year or senior year I was like late I after that summer job um late in my college years and I had to like take all these like nutrition courses and on top of uh, chem classes that was still lingering <laughs> I already declared as I gotta finish this up uh, taking all these like p-chem and inorganic chemistry classes and I was doing all these like work to do nutrition classes and it was so interesting I really did like uh, my nutrition courses I I feel like that was when I didn't have to put in too much effort and I was still doing really well um, or maybe I enjoyed that effort part that it didn't feel like an effort, like hard effort. Uh, and, and I was, I got involved with like nutritional, like science, like research and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm just like all over the place, as you know, if, and if anyone knows me listening to this, you guys all know that I'm just all over the place and I still am. I'm just all over the place. There's nothing, I... <laughs> There's nothing wrong about having varied and diverse interests. <laughs> I guess I might have said this earlier. I'm not I sure guess... if I did or not, but yeah. I feel like it just goes to show that you're very curious about the world. You're very open, and you're interested in learning about different things. I feel like that's it's good that you have a lot of different interests. I guess so. I think so, but I think like. 
Maybe I mentioned this too, but from my mom's perspective, like, I think she was a bit nervous. Moms are always nervous. They're like, what is nutrition? Sorry, she does not sound like that, but like... (laughs) um, So, I guess so, but I think it... It's not a bad thing, but it it could also at some point in your life like make you feel like uh oh, what am I getting in myself into? Like what where am I going? And I have I mean it's another podcast, but I did have like a moment where I just was really going with the flow of my interest at the time, and let's just see where this takes me. But yeah, it is some it is not it's not a bad thing, but it could also at some point induce some sort of anxiety also like what am I doing and but anyhow I mean it got me where I am right now I'm still very much interested in a lot of different things and I'm trying to like embrace it now uh, and just you know enjoy the process instead of being like anxious about not knowing what is going to happen next but anyhow like I mean this job led me to my interest in nutrition were you going to say something? I was going to say something. I think that's really poetic that you... Wow. Instead of letting yourself get stressed out about having all these interests, you're just kind of rolling with it and just seeing where it takes you. I think that's really poetic. Wow, thank you, Anna. Yes, it's, you're it's, welcome. It's definitely hard, though. Um, especially when you feel like a lot of other people have their life put together. And I know that's just based off like, we're only seeing one side of the story. I know they probably went through a lot as well, but it could be, yeah, scary sometimes. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, back to what happened after nutrition. So I ended up taking all these courses, but because it was such a short period of time that I was, like, I felt like I was finally came across something that I was doing really well in and I wanted to like learn more about it I was like oh my gosh college is already over like you know I'm done taking nutrition now I have to leave here now Uh, so I was like okay why don't I like apply to like nutrition master's program which will be which isn't because I'm still learning about it so I didn't want to like dive myself into like PhD or anything of that sort because I was still in the process of learning about nutrition and what about nutrition specifically that I liked so yeah I ended up going to grad school right after undergrad to get my master's um, of science in nutrition human nutrition which is where I met Anna Uh, she was a first year um, MPH student (laughs) spoke a lot Yeah, we were both um, um, starting our graduate student careers mm-hmm. at the same time, and yeah, wow, that was. Now people kind of know uh, how old we are. Lifetime. That was a different life. Dang, I was so young. Pre-COVID. Pre. <laughs> but a lot of things are pre-COVID. Yes, yes. Um, all the story is pre-COVID, but yeah, I mean that was when I first met Anna. Um, we weren't as close as we are now but yeah that was a good time period though where I got to learn about the different route like side of nutrition like diving into clinical nutrition basic science research nutrition uh, dietitian uh, epi and all those different fields of nutrition that I didn't really know was out there and then what happened should I? <laughs> Perhaps we should leave this for our next episode. Am I still in nutrition? Hmm. <laughs> we will find out. But we will find <laughs> our our listeners, not our viewers. Our listeners, listeners will find out if if they come back for the next episode. Where I am, what we're actually doing right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Spoiler alert, I am still in the field of science. (laughs) Why am I not surprised? But I guess, like, I guess sharing this story, though, like, it's interesting how I came, even for you, too, like, you were wanting to be president, or, like, it's just cool to, like, map out our thought processes and life events. Like, we didn't really go into, like, 
full detail of the nitty-gritty of like what happened um because yeah like my college years woo, a lot of stories involved there um but it's kind of cool that we got to talk about it and like map out how we became who we are today or even like what we studied in college and after college and yeah I thought we were going to talk about like I thought we were going to dive more deeply into like childhood like dreams and like uh, but we really got deep I thought you wanted to be like like some superhero or did you have moments like that too or were you always like I'm going to be a president (laughs) well so I guess in terms of you know having superpowers and things like that there was a show Teen Titans on Cartoon Network and there's a character I've never seen that or maybe I did I think I've I don't know well I've heard of it it's pretty good Um, I was a Disney channel person mm. we could do a versus podcast comparisons yes yeah well the cool thing about Raven is I felt that I really identified with her because I felt we had similar personalities how she kind of presents herself in a monotone, aloof, <laughs> you know, like, oh, I'm so edgy, I'm so cool, I'm so moody, so emo, and I felt really, you know, that really resonated with me. But then, you know, in the times of need, she could really bust out some impressive powers, and what's that thing called when you move things without touching them? <laughs> I don't know, some sort of, like, I don't know. Well, anyways, it's like her her like mental abilities yes. are, are very powerful, and I felt like wow, that's so cool. Like mm-hmm. you know, just imagining in everyday life if you could just you know, oh, there's someone you don't want to talk to, and you just mentally kind of like poof, and then they're gone, and mm-hmm. you don't have to deal with them. Anyways, that's not the point of the story. The point of this, the takeaway, <laughs> I think the takeaway from what we've discussed today is that even if we're not necessarily on the path towards fulfilling what our childhood dream career is, you can still see, you can still see some, uh, wow, words. You (laughs) You can still see a common theme throughout the various transitions that we've gone through in life. Like, for example, Esther, for, for you, you mentioned how you wanted to be a media personality. Oprah. You wanted to be Oprah. <laughs> you wanted to go into the hospitality industry, mm-hmm. you know, go to hotel school, um, but then ultimately ended up in biology. But I feel like a common thread is that you wanted to be able to help people. And, yeah. you know, Oprah is an inspiration to so yeah. many people. And, Woo. you know, she's... If I could ever meet her. She's so <laughs> uplifting in the work that she does, and, mm-hmm. and especially in the hospitality and service industry, it's, it's literally serving people, helping people, mm-hmm. um, making them comfortable, putting them at ease, and then with biology and science, it's how it's on a larger scale, right? Mm-hmm. How are you going to help improve, you know, humankind? How are you going to help improve the humankind. existence of humans? <laughs> and you know I feel like yeah that's, no I think we can see mm-hmm. it's pretty consistent even though it what you're doing now you know you're not Oprah no one <laughs> no one is ever gonna be yeah. Oprah except Oprah but that's mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. but I feel like that's, no I think that's mm-hmm. still pretty special yeah I think that's true um yeah even though the actual label of my current career and career goal is different from when I was little I think the idea of me wanting to still help others is still present and if not like a lot larger than before I mean I think wanting to be Oprah yes I think I mentioned yeah I wanted to like help other people listen to their stories I may still want to do that um but you know I think I also emphasize the the attention part of it and stuff but now um, it it will be a lie if I say that's not part of it too. Like you know, we all love recognition, <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, validation, validation. But I think the the intention to really help other people and wanting to do that is has gotten more genuine and larger uh, throughout 
like this whole journey and even just being in biology like I said I had no idea what I wanted to do within the bio field it was just out of curiosity just interest and I got to learn how much um, science could really affect people's lives and we're really living with it uh, daily and even though it's not um, like hospitality directly serving someone or helping someone like navigate through the hotel or or providing them like delicious meals or something like that we are still like scientists and researchers uh, are still working to better people's lives even though we're not directly um, talking with them face on face and I guess kind of like public health too you're really helping uh, a, a mass group of people and yeah good point there and like I think even you uh, you're definitely not the president um, but Thank you could still be a president of some organization and things like not that. a cult <laughs> <laughs> not a cult but I think you were intrigued by that uh, occupation when you were little because I think you did have that desire to be a leader or to hold that kind of position and you certainly are um, in a way doing that right now even though like the label is different uh, there's a lot of commonalities in like in the like the role and and I think yeah I think that's kind of cool to look at it too um, like I think we were gravitating towards something that we wanted to become because of something that like caught not only just caught our interest um, but because of such value that is involved with that particular career mm-hmm. and role yeah um, so wow it's pretty cool <laughs> mm-hmm. but as life is it's a continuous journey though um, as people will get to know me um, throughout maybe if this continues the podcast <laughs> I'm still on that journey of trying to figure things out and I guess that's part of life and I guess today talking about it from our childhood up until almost now uh, it's interesting to see that despite all that uncertainty somehow life uh, made its own tracks and and we somehow were able to navigate through it and help lay out those tracks as well so whoa (laughs) so yeah it was really nice talking to you Anna I learned so much about you today Um, I knew you were in I know you're in public health I I met you when you were in the master's program and but something I think because we met through dance uh, that image of you as a dancer has always been like so strong and that's also was our like common factor oh I I dance too but not in the level of Anna dance I just goofy dance but somehow I was able to meet an incredible dancer like Anna and yeah so I just like didn't really know so much about your public health um, journey like I didn't know that's what you majored in or maybe I did but it just like really it didn't click until we talked about it today and I certainly did not know you wanted to be president Oh, it's okay. Um, Most people don't know that. (laughs) (laughs) So that was really cool. And I hope the listeners also found that cool that you are integrating dancing with public health, like both your interests Mm -hmm. together. And hopefully people will learn that you could combine the creative side and to your more professional career. And yeah, I really enjoyed talking to my friend who is after five years <laughs> yeah gotten close to <laughs> yeah and and likewise I mean I knew that you were you know focusing very much on science and and you know when we met you were you were doing your science. nutrition program <laughs> your nutrition master's program and but you know I I learned a lot about you too like you know your your path towards considering hospitality industries or hotel school and then 
you know, not somehow only did you study biology, but then you also picked up chemistry too. I mean, like, look, I've never <laughs> taken. Any, <laughs> I don't think I've taken any chemistry classes in college. Yeah, I did not even know that I would have taken that many chem and bio courses either. Yeah, but I feel like, you know, we never really know what's going to happen until it happens. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's what makes it interesting and worth talking about and worth sharing because everyone has their own separate journeys. And yeah, I guess even me talking out loud about how I ended up taking all these bio courses, I'm just like, yeah, how did that even happen? I was nowhere. I mean, like I said, I was an FBL, like Future Business Leaders of America when I was in high school. I was never in a million years thought I would be so involved with science. But one thing just led to another, you know, and that became my interest. And I, I, as I learned more about one field, I discovered more things. And I think that's just, that's more cool. It's cool if you already have a path laid out too. That's great. I was always envious of that as well when I was growing up and even in high school and college. Um, but yeah, either way, everyone has their own path. Mm-hmm. And I'm just... Yeah, I'm just happy that I got to listen to your journey. It got very deep, you know. I really thought we were going to just meddle around with talking about Oprah and president mm-hmm. aspiration. But, yeah. yeah we we just, covered a lot of ground today. We did. We did. And I'm just hoping that this saves. Because this is our first time doing this. Um, but, oh. Anyhow, I think we should wrap it up. Mm-hmm. And I just... Yeah, can't wait for us to talk more about our future topics. Mm-hmm. And hopefully the listeners found this um, Yes, our fun. treasured audience. Our treasured audience. So thank you for listening for that one person who was listening. Probably one of our friends or something. It's okay. But who we knows? appreciate you. We like to try new things. As you know, I'm curious about a lot of things. So here I am just trying this out. Um, so, all right, until next time. Until next, next time. This was five, five years, years later. later. 